0: You're exactly where you need to be. And you're listening to ADD Comedy with Dave Razowski. Melanie Huntsell is our guest today, and boy, was this podcast a blast to do! Melanie's been on Saturday Night Live, United States of Terror, and Bridesmaids. I know Melanie from her great work at the Annoyance Theater in Chicago, where she performed in numerous shows with great titles like The Miss Vagina Pageant and the cult classic The Real Live Brady Bunch. I was in that too, by the way. Yep, Davy Jones. Girl, look what you've done to me! YouTube it, folks. Enjoy Melanie and me. I did. Boy, we got into it right away. Let's <laughs> see you at the other side. No, I, I, in college, I didn't get. I went six years in college. Oh my god, without having sex at all.
1: Oh wow. Five years. Five years.
0: Five years. Five years in college without having sex. Did you bring it from
1: six to five because of my reaction of like, oh wow?
0: No, I don't. I was in college for five years, and I feel like I should. I I want to be honest with the whole thing because you know when people when you go, yeah, you tell a story and you go, you add a number to it.
1: (laughs) I'm very, I'm very guilty of that. Often, lots of exaggeration in my storytelling. Like,
0: I feel like the times that you go. I know, I, I, that wasn't true at all. I just told you something that wasn't true. And to be able to go, oh, I told you that and it wasn't true. That yeah. wasn't true at all. Yeah, um. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the the first guy that I dated when I was in college um, came out as a gay man 10 years later.
0: Did you have any idea?
1: No. I, I Well, I mean, he did sing a lot of... Uh, songs from musicals to the top of his lungs and that's not a stereotype at all that I'm uh, <laughs> claiming here but he did but it, he was very entertaining to me right and I was also a very good girl mm-hmm. like a real good girl
0: did you come did you grow up religious
1: I grew up Methodist
0: Methodist yeah. are you still Methodist
1: I'm still a Methodist and
0: do you still practice Methodism
1: I do mm-hmm. I do I don't go all I don't go every week um, I don't agree with every part of it There's some things that need to be worked on. Right. Um, It's interesting because on Sunday, we had something called Youth Sunday. And this is where all of the seniors in high school get the opportunity to get up and and talk about what their experience has been.
0: In In high school? In church. In church, got it.
1: And one girl talked about a uh, very difficult time that she had gone through uh, with her relationship with God and da 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 da, da and one of the issues that she had was, do we, do we welcome gay people here? And she said, and then I asked Robert, the youth minister, if a gay man or a woman walked through that door and wanted to worship, how would you feel about it? And he said, we would welcome them. Now, not every person in that church feels that way. Right. And it's sort of like.
0: What does welcome them mean? That's a question that I would have. Like, what does welcome them mean? Uh, because for me to go, uh, uh, I welcome you to have a dialogue about, and that's where the road splits. Do you know what I mean?
1: I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. This is something that has been part of who I am like for for a long, long time. Sort of the, the fight for um, gay rights and everything else. and. Um, There's a real sad reason for it. Um, When I was 13 years old, a a friend of mine took his own life because of what had um, transpired. He he was Baptist, and so um, that's a much more (laughs) harsh um, part of Christianity in terms of how they think, and very scary in many ways. Um and so that was a very defining moment for me in mm-hmm. in, in my life. I, I don't think I even understood what gay straight this that meant, but I knew. And it When
0: you say but I knew, what did you, what do you mean but I I knew what?
1: Well, Danny and I were friends in 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 grade school and mm-hmm. he he was he was very he was very feminine and he got made fun of right. a lot.
0: And this is in Tennessee.
1: Yes. Yeah. He mm-hmm. got made fun of a lot. And I, I stood up for him a few times and said, well, he's my boyfriend, you know? And um, wow, this is really serious.
0: Well, well, the thing <laughs> is like, I gotta tell you, I've had many, many conversations about, about, about yeah. you know, the, the, this, topic particularly lately because it's been in such and so much in the news lately yes and, not the news but it's in in our culture lately right and uh, and certainly how can we deny what's going on with Jill Soloway and what she's doing with Transparent what they Soloway the is going through with Transparent absolutely and what, what, what um uh, these are our friends, like Alexandra Billings. You know uh, I know
1: Alexandra Billings. You know
0: Alex? Like what Alex has gone through and her story. Yeah. And I think that yes, it's serious, but at the same time, it's very um it's it's human. And one of the things that I've just been realizing is how and our conversation about Christianity, because I, I being raised Jewish and pretty much an atheist and also looking at religion and, and saying, boy, a lot of people died because of religion. Yeah, and looking at that, and to and to have a discussion with you about yes. it, and to go. Here's my friend Melanie that I've known for a really long time. Yeah, and it's not this. Very often, I feel like I'm in a civil war with many people who are of the fundamentalists and Jews and Jews and Christians and Muslims and all that. Right. I feel like I'm in a civil war over this thing. Yes. And and I I I, I ask myself, how can I be more human?
1: Right. Right. Yes, you know, I do. I do, and
0: particularly having a child, where and a daughter, and raising your daughter uh, Christian.
1: We 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 are. I mean, my husband is Jewish. I know. So we do. Right, we do everything. I
0: know. Right, we do all right. of it. And, and right there, <laughs> yeah. that in itself is outside of that. In itself, uh, that in itself is outside of that which we were raised to 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 believe or to live or however you want to say that. You yes. Know what I mean?
1: Yes, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. And so
0: the rules are changing. Yes. Is it are they rules? I don't know the rules. The way that our life the lifestyle is changing because I don't want to make them rules.
1: Yeah, right. I know. I mean, I think the the wonderful thing that has happened within my own house and with within my own family of having, uh, you know, Carly and Leo and, and and going to church sometimes and then celebrating the high holidays and, and doing it all. It's been a I'm not going to say it's been perfect. I'm not going to say that there haven't been hard times. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is that it's been a wonderful opportunity to expose our children to Many different things, so that one day they can decide. This is all bullshit.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> or and you get to be okay I with liked that.
1: this part of this. Right. But and
0: and I also believe that when it comes to religion as we know it, I think that what we live, what what we're living with right now is all about what you just said it's all about i like this part here i don't like that part there so what we're gonna do is we're gonna live this part here and yeah. that part there just won't be part of our life
1: yeah we get to pick and choose
0: we get to pick and choose because we get to pick and choose yes it, it comes it becomes harder well no we don't get to pick and choose because god wouldn't want that or because pastor meow meow wouldn't want that
1: Right. We just right. buried
0: my uncle, who you know we were talking earlier yes, about people, yes. uh, money. Um, uh, yeah. We just <laughs> borrowed, <laughs> and my uncle Mort was was a really fine human being, and he re, and he was a fine human being. He was a flawed human being. He was a human being, mm-hmm. and um, uh, he wasn't necessarily religious. And he had a we 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 buried we buried him in a Jewish cemetery, um, and. Um, my dad and his wife arranged for a non for a, an Orthodox Jewish man to lead the, the service. Okay. He wasn't a rabbi. That's fine. Doesn't matter to me. Right. It's sort of like uh, what difference does it matter? Yeah. But he wouldn't let my sister be a pallbearer. Uh, and I thought, why? Well, that's, that's just, you know, Steve just doesn't want that. And I thought, fuck that. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck yeah. that. Who the fuck is this guy to bring in what the fuck? And you know, yeah. you know and and, yeah. and I feel you like, like who are all. we insu- well, who are we insulting really? And who are we celebrating and who are we here for? And are we afraid to lose face in our community?
1: Right. You know? Right.
0: And so 15 years ago, not 15, say 25, 30 years ago, in Tennessee, your family with Fred down there and your kids, kids, right? Two kids. Yeah. Your kids down there might be seen as oh, them. Uh-huh. That's a Jew and that's a Jewish person and a Christian living. Right. Together. What's that about?
1: Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there was even some pushback. I know some friends of my uh, father said to him, don't let her do it. Don't let her do it. Don't let her marry him. And my dad, you know what my dad said? they said he said you don't know Fred he said you don't know Fred and I love Fred that's gonna make me cry but <laughs> you don't no, know, but what? you don't you don't know Fred and I love Fred and I welcome Fred right and he's right. gonna be a wonderful husband to my daughter and, and let's not talk about this again <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And let's just, and let's just leave it there. Right. And you know, I mean, no, I I'm I totally probably it. putting it really nicely. Um, well, but, I, but that's my memory of him, him standing up for your Fred dad. and uh-huh. being right. my dad and right. the wonderful person that that he has evolved into.
0: Right. Love that, too. And that's a huge part, too, is to go, we're all, because we were talking about somebody that was, like, in need uh, before we started, someone that was in need of having a discussion about sexual harassment in, you know, the way that he was dealing with, act, with other actors. You know. With yes, 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 yes. And um, I, I was clear with that just now. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, we, we get, in, in, in this discussion I had with him, I felt like he gets to have the opportunity to evolve
1: his yes. opinion yes he
0: gets to have the opportunity to evolve now the question of evolve does what's evolved what's involved it's my is that my definition of evolve maybe he doesn't think there's anything wrong i have a feeling this guy does i know he does um maybe he doesn't see that there's anything wrong he gets to be on his own journey
1: yes yes it's that's so very true and 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 and, and we are all on our own journey and you know i i, I think as I've sort of been a, an adult for a while now, and- When did you, st-
0: when did you start becoming an adult? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Because for me, I'm thinking, it's coming, it's coming.
1: I guess after having kids.
0: Right, i going to I'm going to keep, yeah. keep going. After, uh, after
1: Yes, after, after. I, I guess, you know, and and the fighting fighting for gay rights.
0: The first kid or the second kid?
1: Or, oh. You know gosh. what I mean? Yeah, no, like, that's when, a when really- the first
0: kid, are, are you aren't you still going are you still not that I have children but aren't you aren't you saying uh, we have one uh, but I'm not an adult yet and we're still figuring it out and then when you have the second one, it's like oh this is what it <laughs> yes
1: yeah yeah in, in, in many ways yes I God I don't know when, but I'm when you and Fred an adult are,
0: when you and Fred are together you don't mind me calling it Fred
1: I like you calling him Fred, because that's his name. I know. Come on When you, have,
0: when you and Fred are together... Could you um,
1: please call him Frederick. <laughs> Frederick Joseph. <laughs> Rappaport.
0: Frederick Joseph Hayden. is Isn't that Frederick Joseph Hayden? Anyway, so uh, that was for my, my girlfriend who uh, it was an opera singer, so we always joke about that. But anyway, um, uh, when you and Fred are together, just the two of you in the car, that's when you're kids now, again. Or not adults, Sometimes. I don't know that's when
1: thinking. our kids know that no, we're adults. That's
0: when you know when you go when when I'm when I'm teaching class I'm an adult. When I'm with Laura I'm not Your an adult. Kid. I'm a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Well, I I think the nature of being in the business that you and I are in, mm-hmm. uh, we have to be able to go back to right. being a, a, a child, childlike qualities. Right. That's those right. are the best. Those are the best performers and.
0: Oh my God. People but I
1: was in the world.
0: Absolutely. And right? I, I, so I want to go, I want to take us back. So I, I was just at, at the annoyance, you know, and I hung I out I like with, that place. I, oh my God. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, it, I have the new fond memories. Well, I, you know what? I don't have fond memories in that building.
0: You walk in that building and it's like, this is weird, but this, the DNA is still there.
1: Is it and adult? The DNA. Is it very adult like?
0: Um, well, you know, you got Mick and uh, Mick Nave, you got Mick and, and Jen. Uh, Esalen who are well, run in the place of course yes. and mix at the counter and he has his little blue pad <laughs> on the counter and I'm like what, that, what is that and I put my drink on it and he went that's, um, that's oh. where I put my, my cards for my card tricks I was like Oh, card tricks. So, he's still a kid.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what I
0: mean? He's still <laughs> yeah. a kid, he's still yeah, yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, fucking around, but he's also making a serious business Um But, <laughs> it, playing with Susan, and playing with Joe, and seeing all the other people that are hanging around there going, this is the childlike thing that I fucking love. Yeah. A childlike and childish at the same time, that we right. got to fuck around with back then.
1: Yes, yes, yes. We were we were handed a, a playground. Right. It was it was given to to all of us. And I remember Mick saying, um, I want to create a space where anybody in this group can do whatever the fuck they want. And it was it was. Oh, God. Wow.
0: Right. You know, it right. was
1: such there were so many things that were that were said by Mick Napier uh, when he was my teacher. And, and, and then when we were on that journey together, that really set the course for my life, right. really. And, right. and, and, and things that he taught me that I still live by today. <sighs> I know, it's a lot.
0: But, it's, but, it's a lot, but I, you know, the, it is that, and to look back and, and, and think, here's a man who set up the fucking playground, and then not only did he set up the playground, but he set up the playground, and then he also played. Correct. <laughs> and so he modeled that which we would look at and go oh well he's doing that i'll, I'll fucking do that too <laughs> yeah. and at that time it was he wasn't that he wasn't icon- as iconic as he is now
1: no no he wasn't however he he did command uh, a certain respect and and on what basis well he was a great teacher he was a great leader you know, uh, Boy Scouts did him did right. Eagle Scout, <laughs> <laughs> Eagle fucking Scouts. Eagle
0: Scout. Yeah. Boy Scouts and Eagle Scouts. But that's right, you know, but that's he's right. An Eagle it, Scout. Worked Go, it, and it worked for him and it worked
1: for all of us. And,
0: and, and uh, I don't, Michael Gelman I think is an Eagle Scout. Uh, do you know Michael?
1: I do. Right. Yes. And there's a guy, he was Nick one of my teachers. Armstrong, who mm-hmm.
0: runs a lot of the improv camps that you may or may not know about in Camp Utopia. Yeah. Um, and he's an Eagle Scout. And these people that you look at, you don't even know that they're an Eagle Scout, but there's something about, that's commanding yes. about them.
1: Yes, Lord, yes. I mean wow. Yeah, I mean there there was a point in time when I would I would have followed him anywhere. I got
0: it. And so you when know? you went when you went to SNL after that, what was that was that was that a culture like a like what the fuck is this where the where's the play or was the play still there or
1: That's a really good question. Um I would say this that I would say that the the combination of of what I experienced First of all at Second City and Mick Nabor being my teacher, Norm Holly, um, Jeff Machowski, right. a lot of Ron West, a lot of really great people.
0: Who are all, by the way, I think it's really interesting, who are all we're all actors first teaching improv. Because yes. right now they're improvisers teaching improv. And mm. I think that 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 it's different. And if you want to say there's something lost, there's also something gained, but there's something lost when an improv there's some, when an I'm going to take, take it back. There's when, a, when an actor is teaching improv, you're also learning acting. When an improviser is teaching improv, you're learning acting, but the, it's not as strong.
1: Interesting. Wow. Yes, I can totally, totally see and hear, feel where you're coming from. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I was very lucky, I guess, in a sense, because I definitely came, I, I was young, but I came from an serious acting background that started in high school and then on into college. And when I got to college, I was sort of like, oh, there's got to be something more, please God, you know, and um, found the, I I was at the uh, library at University of Tennessee and I saw a book called The Second City and I read it and I went, Oh, that's what I want to do. (laughs) That's the something more, right? That's the something more. Uh And then I talked to my parents. I was a sophomore in college, and I talked to my parents about it, and they were like, "What? (laughs) What?
0: From what? From from you? Because they're they're what?" For them it was a, a strong right turn. For you, it wasn't. but what was it that, I, Where was it that you're coming from that were I was
1: talking? coming from, you know what? I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere here at the University of Tennessee, but this sounds cool and I could go to Chicago um, and, and, and and study there. and that would be great. Mm-hmm. you know because I think I think it's, it's this book speaks to me and it's it, this is what I want to do. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. You know,
0: what did your dad do?
1: My dad was angry. My dad. Oh, what does he do for a living? For a living.
0: Angry. Yes. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people who do that for a living. It's like my no. ex-wife could really. Wow, she can make a lot of money. Out of it. But anyway, no.
1: My dad. Um My dad worked at Alco Aluminum Company mm-hmm. for a long time.
0: Um White collar, blue collar. Um, he
1: he was a professional welder. A professional there. welder. Uh huh. And then uh, ultimately. Went into management, mm-hmm. so he did. He did both. Was he union? Yes, oh. he was union. Correct. And so you know, it, I mean, with my dad, it was all about health insurance.
0: Right, I know. Yeah. You know, in fact, right.
1: when I got Saturday Night Live, that was the first question he asked me. You get health insurance, right? You know, right. Um, but anyway, I feel like I'm, I'm getting off track. No, drive. no, no. But
0: that's—it's called ADD. So we, get, <laughs> you know, we, when you have a title like that. When yes. I first got the, when because uh, the 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 podcast was titled before uh, before I got it, and I was like, ADD. But when you title it like that, you go. Okay, then we get to go fucking all over the place. Now, I am also aware of all the threats that we have out.
1: Yes, yes. I am yes, aware yes. of
0: all the threats that uh, we, I've laid them out, going, okay, we've got a bunch of things going on, we've got religion going on. Here. Yeah, 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 uh, <laughs> we started got, out. But yeah. it's also, that's the part of the Herald thing, where you go, be aware of everything that you're listening to. We've yes. Got, and I know I said, when you went to SNL. Oh, right.
1: right, right, yes. See,
0: so I will I will sidetrack us, but make sure that we'll go back to you.
1: I like that, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, just be, okay, so let's do that because I feel like that's important. So, you know, had the, had the awesome experience at The Annoyance, also with The Real Eye Brady Bunch with Jill and Faith Soloway. Right. And we did this crazy show called The Miss Vagina Pageant. Oh my God. So...
0: All the names uh, of all the shows just killed me. I know. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, I'm
1: saying like... But, and here's yeah. another
0: thing, with that though comes not just the people that are in charge but also the people that you're working with too. And the people that you're working with, uh, they were the ones that, that somebody, this guy opened, Mick opened the door and all these, and opened the door and all these people went, what's in here? Mm-hmm. And the people that walked in there, you go, oh, oh, you should still be in, you should so be in this room. You should yeah. so be in this room. Yeah. You should yeah. still so be in this room. Right, right now. Yeah. There's some people that I look at go, oh, what, you were in that room. I, <laughs> Oh my God, there's the one guy who was in that room that was all part of it, and then he went, he took this conservative right turn. Do you know what I'm talking about? What? Tom?
1: Oh, yeah. He took that turn. Yeah. And you go,
0: wow, you just, looking at that, how did you do that? How were you, how were you, how were you, who you've turned into this ultra right conservative? Guy, yes. How did you deal with all these things that were going? I know he had a traumatic experience in his life, but you know, how did you what? How what? Huh? Yeah. How did you how did you live around all these people that were playing and you were playing and what happened to you? Because right now, how come you're not playing anymore?
1: Yeah. No, I know. I, well, I, I I think that that there were a lot of people that landed there who at had the annoyance. at the annoyance mm-hmm. that had you know somewhat conservative upbringings that were did find being in that space and all that was going on you know in front of the doors and behind the doors and here there and yonder <laughs> uh, that were very confronted by that and, and and scared by it and you know and I get that right um
0: but in that they were scared they they didn't leave. You know what <laughs> I mean? They didn't they didn't leave. Yeah, they, they could've. They could have. And I, I, I look at them and I go, good for you, bully for you, that you were scared and you stayed. Or yeah. this confronted, this um exposed a part of the world that you weren't that you didn't know because you certainly were exposed to, to that a lot of that too, weren't yes. you? Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know Tennessee isn't like the the savannah of mississippi on the bayou and living with the etouffee and all that <laughs> shit but you, you know what i mean but still you you know uh the, the culture that you come up and you go e- e- everybody is everybody's i've been using this phrase and it and it's just it's not it's just the only word that i could think of a uh, phrase that i could think of it's it's comedically metastasizing, mm. and what I mean by that mm. is, I is is the comedy then becomes bigger because it starts to live on its own, and you know, and to make that bigger,
1: yeah, and yes. to make it
0: deeper, and to make it crazier.
1: Right, right, absolutely. I mean, you know, the irreverence that went on uh, within that space. Um, it scared the shit out of me, but I couldn't get enough of it. And I wanted to be the one up there saying those words. Right. You know what right. I mean? I want
0: to be the one up there saying those words. Yes. That's That's it right there. And then you were the one up there saying those words. And somebody saw you saying those words. And they were inspired by you saying those words. Right. And that gave them permission to say their words.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, absolutely. I think that we
0: were all part of the it's going to get better, you know, thing. We're all part of going, talk, talk with us. We're, 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 we're using this language. Yeah. And I understand what you're saying. So of course it's going to draw all those people. And I don't want to say this phrase that I fucking, that bugs the shit out of me. That what's the misfit toys? whatever that phrase is the land is. of the
1: misfit toys yeah you know what yeah. i don't see it
0: that way you
1: you didn't see that group as the land of the misfit no toys. no
0: i saw the rest of the fucking world as a land of the misfit <laughs> toys you know what i, like what I
1: mean i like that
0: i like that take because on it i'm going i'm not because there's something not working it's what you said when you go there's something there's more there's something there's more yeah. there's more because the world that i'm living in doesn't have that right and then you read the second city book whatever that was something wonderful right away or was it uh,
1: it really literally just said oh, The Second, the second city. city. Was it The
0: White Book? Yes. Right. So that book, you read that book and went, that's it. That's it. Yes. Those, you didn't go, that was the Land of Misfit. I, I have to go to Land of Misfit Toys. You went, that's what I want.
1: That's what I want. That's what I want. I, wa- I want to zero in on comedy because I think maybe I could do that. You know. Mm-hmm. Here's a cool thing. The Second City Tour Company came through Knoxville not too long after that. I read that book. Michael McCarthy was on stage at the Tennessee Theater.
0: Was that Michael McCarthy, Tim Meadows, I think?
1: I think it I think it had to have been. It had to have been. And I took my mom and dad. And? They stood up at the end. And they That's the crying part.
0: <laughs> That's the part of the story that I'm crying at. You know, like right it was there. really
1: quite beautiful. Right. And Jill, and Jill they... Talley Michael
0: McCarthy, Jill Talley, Tim Tim Meadows, um, Uh, It might also have been Greg Holloman, Dave Sinker, you you have all these other people that were in that touring company, but but, you know. I
1: didn't know who they were. I know, I know. And I didn't care.
0: But I'm I'm looking, (laughs) yeah.
1: the one person that I recognized later on was Michael McCarthy, and I waited on him at Baja Beach Club, which was where I worked in Chicago, rolling on on my roller skates, (laughs) (laughs) serving up fajitas.
0: (laughs) Which I had last night for dinner, by the way. Nice. I made fajitas.
1: You're awesome.
0: I fucking made fajitas. Do you
1: have a fajita skillet?
0: No, I it doesn't use matter. one of those. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to use my cast iron skillet. Sure. And I thought I'm only making vegetables in that. I'm not going to throw any shrimp in there. Okay. Uh, but I use one of those Good. grill Smart. pans that go round and round Get and it round. <Yeah>. Oh, my God. That's the first <laughs> thing to go. My family never fucking came Costa. No. But it's one of those pans, Friends like a eat. grill pan that goes in. Mm. So I grilled it because I wanted to have the shrimp that had the little markings on it. Yes. So uh, I, I love that. From scratch. Bajitas from scratch. Baja Beach Club?
1: The Baja Beach Club Grill. Okay.
0: So you you saw Michael and you went, oh, by the way? Yes. Or did you go, oh, by the
1: way? Oh. I had so many moments like that in Chicago. I had a moment with Michael McCarthy I had a moment when I worked at um, oh. the toy store. La, 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 la. F.A.O. Schwartz. Uh-huh. Okay, F.A.O. Michi- Schwartz. On, on,
0: on, on, on Michigan Avenue.
1: Yes, on Michigan Avenue, and I saw Tim Karan- uh, uh, Kazerinsky. I saw him, freaked you... out.
0: And a nicer man Left my
1: job, like walked out and followed him. And like and and had a conversation, right? <laughs> and he was lovely.
0: Lovely, a yeah. lovely man, Australian.
1: Yes, and and Brad Hall, same thing happened. Right. I was at Baja Beach Club Grill. Baja, Brad Hall, uh, um, or, or uh, Rick,
0: Rick Hall.
1: No, Brad Hall. Wait a minute, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh yes, of course, husband. Husband.
0: Yeah,
1: and. Um, I, I was I was on my roller skates at the Baja Beach Club Grill. I was you,
0: wait, you roller skated out to say hello to Tim Kazarinsky? No, no, okay, because on, that on, was the
1: toy store. I had a lot oh, of jobs. Okay, skating. good, good. I had good, a good, lot good, of jobs.
0: Because I'm thinking right there, that's in the movie too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, but I was yeah, I was just skating along and I saw Brad Hall and I went I go, Oh hey and I kept going, like I knew him. Right. Like like an old friend or something. And then I went, What? <laughs> And I turned around and I went, oh my God, you're on Saturday Night Live and I love you. Mm -hmm. You're awesome. And he goes, hey, thank you so much. He goes, you know, we're premiering a movie tonight. Let me give you some tickets and come on out and see it. I can't remember what the name of it was. That's fine. It doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All I can tell you is I convinced my boss to let me off. I went home, put a dress on, went and saw his movie that night. And also met uh, Julia as well. So it was amazing. And that's, those are the kind of things that can happen in Chicago when you're there to learn. You can see these people that,
0: wow, There's, they're uh, doing it, man. I also feel like you, and it's what happened when the train company came through Knoxville. I feel like you, oh, I know, this is the woo woo side of Dave, where you manifest it. You go, you know what? I'm, and, and here's the thing about manifesting it. You, for me, I go manifest it. It's like, oh, the secret and all that. But what you're really doing is you're opening your eyes to that. The, the touring company was going to come anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But you didn't see it because you didn't give yourself permission at that time to say, there's more. I'm going to embrace the fact that there's more. I'm going to be looking for more. Right. You know, it's the idea of when you want to buy a new car and you want to buy a Prius, then suddenly you're just seeing Priuses all over the place. Right. So it's the idea of I am going to manifest a new apartment or a new house or a new job, or whatever it's going to be, and then you're you're uh, you're. It's not that the universe is changing; you're changing within right. it. Right.
1: Right. You're calling it out.
0: You're calling it out to the
1: universe, to yourself, and to yourself. Yes, very true. Very true. And 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 having a belief in yourself. Even if it's not based on something that you, what am I trying to say here? You're having a belief in yourself, even if it's false. Even if you don't know. How do you say
0: that it's false? I mean, how do you know that it's false? If the belief comes know. to you, it's not false. It's your truth in that moment.
1: Yes. You know, yes. for me,
0: what, what would false would be for me is, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, wanting, uh, worshipping Botox or some shit like that, where you go, <laughs> right. no, I really got to make that work. Right, because right now that's just not anything that I would do at all.
1: Right, right, right. No, no. You, you know, yes, so right.
0: so if I think that if it lands inside of your head,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's your truth. It's whether your truth. you're going to um, to fertilize it and, and and take care of it, nurture it, because right. sometimes things come in. And you go, you know what? I I may want to nurture that. I might not want to nurture that now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think about well, I can paint this room. That's something. Oh, I can make <laughs> some toast. I'm to make some toast. <laughs> and you know
1: what? Yeah, I get that. I can make some toast. I can make some toast. Make some toast. Can you could go, go, go for a run. run. I'd
0: yeah. go for a run. I would go for a run. That's something I would do. Because yeah. um, uh, that is in my head. The running is in my head. But, yes. Um, yes. But yeah, yeah. So, so when you see all those people, um, uh, it was interesting because when I was in Chicago, I was thinking, uh, Joe Bill said, we should do another podcast interview Joe and I I was like oh yeah that, that's a good idea and then this thing with you know Sharna came up and uh, sexual harassment came up and mm-hmm. and I was coming to their show in uh, Messing with a Friend and right. I was going to a show, to Susan's show and she said that night oh I was on my way she said do the show with us and I thought okay and then right before the show we were all talking and I was saying oh here here's our opportunity to do another podcast so the idea of yes, I'm going to do it with Joe, but it's going to be added. Susan's going to be added and it's mm-hmm. going to be this huge thing. Yes.
1: Uh. Wow. wow. Yes. But it was, and I did listen to that podcast and I, and I loved it because it is that thing, not to quote Oprah too much, but mm-hmm. you know, of understanding our past so that we can face our present and, and what's happening within it with this, new generation of people who have had a different experience and and that's the thing uh going back to something that i was thinking about earlier which is you know my whole life you know fighting for gay rights and this and and the other and i've always thought in my mind like what what what's going to happen that my children are fighting for what are they going to teach me Mm-hmm. So this is what we're looking at um, with this new generation of of female improvisers, and it's what we're looking at with the uh, transgender movement uh, led by Miss Miss Solway.
0: G- I've been using the word. I and who said this?
1: Oh, am I in trouble? No, no, I, no, no, I, no, no. I, I, I you're say not in so trouble. Many things no, wrong no, no. No, listen,
0: listen. No, <laughs> no. This is, this is, has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It, this is the word that I've been using with with Jill. Oh yeah. Is. I, I'm, I'm so careful because I, I, it's the, its like, I'll just say it. She's a visionary.
1: A visionary, yes. She's
0: a visionary. Yes. And I'm not using that. I don't want to use that. Because a lot of people go, he's a genius. And it's like, mm, I don't know. But something about Jill, not just in Transparent, which you were in, and I loved it. What oh. a fucking juicy part. <laughs> um, not just in Transparent, but the way that she she nurtures the creative spirit on her set
1: and oh, there's yes. an honesty
0: about her that she's always had always, to a fault always. sometimes where you go why did you just say right
1: i oh uh, yes definitely i mean i have mean, I mean, been good really great friends with jill for a long time and i i feel um very blessed to have have watched her journey and watched her evolution of of who she is today and i can't wait to see where it all goes isn't
0: it, uh, what do you think of that word visionary
1: i think visionary is good this is what i'm gonna say about jill because she's a great friend of mine you know and i i saw a lot of highs and lows sure ups and downs mm-hmm. we all have them and um I, I i tried to be a good friend to her through through all of that and then this thing happens in her family mm-hmm. that was real big right that she talks about her dad you know coming out to the family and saying i identify i identify as female and and what's so beautiful about that is that jill she had the um the talent and the skills to bring this situation to the world in the form of art (laughs) on our televisions and on our computers and what an amazing, in a compelling way, in a compelling way, and 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 how often do you sit and watch your computer or your? My, my husband is very high tech, and he he he's has set it up for, so that
0: he's been high tech for a long time.
1: Yes, he has. Sound engineer, sound. Uh, Fred's a composer.
0: Composer, that's yes, right. So he does right. music, right?
1: So he has it set up so that I can watch it on my TV, Right. and not everybody has that. But anyway, how often do you watch something? And you go, oh that, oh that was art,
0: right? That was art. That and, was art. And 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 for me, I look at it and I and I, I was never a, I was I was never a big fan of um, uh, Arrested Development. Wasn't okay. a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, I, I got it, but I was never a fan of it. And uh, but I was a fan of the uh, Gary Shandling show. Yeah. And to look at uh, Jeffrey Tambor in that show and to say that guy's got depth, man. That fucker has depth. <laughs> And, and and I because and and to see how on that show, on uh, Gary Shanley's show to see him on that show and to go, uh, he was really vulnerable, he was really vulnerable. He yes. really played the part, and for him to to oh. move to this, thing. oh,
1: it's amazing. And to
0: and so I look at the scenes with Alex. You know, the one scene in the yoga studio, mm-hmm. um, uh, you, you know what I'm talking yes. about? That one scene in the yoga studio and for Alex just to fucking be Alex, for her to fucking be Alex yes, and to go that, that's my friend, Alex. That's yeah. my friend. Yeah, That's my motherfucking friend.
1: Yeah. And yeah. when I
0: say that's my friend, I'm not, I, I, I'm saying look at the, on un- what, look at the depth of talent she's got, but it's really look at how vulnerable she is.
1: Yes. Yep, absolutely and, and raw and raw, and I feel like all of the characters on the on Transparent have those moments of rawness and having to dig real deep. I mean, wow, it's and, intense. And it's I believe intense. that it's
0: it for me. It it comes from the top. Yes, I mean when you were uh when you were doing it, what is what? Because you've done a lot. What did that set feel like?
1: Um. The 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 first time that that I did the show it was oh, it, I'm, I'm talking, oh, I'm oh, talking oh. about
0: the yes, that show, but I'm talking about the scene. Oh, okay, go go ahead, go ahead. You're talking
1: about transparent. Yeah. Oh okay. Right. Um I actually both of the scenes that I did uh, were big, huge scenes with lots of extras and lots of background and, and 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 a big atmosphere to create you know the first one being a silent auction at an el- elementary school right and so there was a lot going on i i can't say that thus far i've had the opportunity to although at the women's festival later on and yeah i it. did i did get to have a moment of intimacy yes and truth and saying well, what a lot me. of people were probably thinking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares what you do. Nobody cares what Nobody you do. Nobody cares what Nobody you do. Nobody cares what you do. And right. that, that's such a fucking huge thing. Yeah. That's
0: really a huge thing. Nobody cares what you do. Right. Um and that in itself is I I believe Think, listen to that sentence yeah nobody cares what you do isn't that what the show's about
1: right it felt like a big responsibility to say those words do you know what I mean mm-hmm. it did and I you know and you okay I hope, I hope I'm you know real in this and but
0: it's it's that yes yes and everything the the, the, the honesty that you portrayed in in the silent auction the payoff was in that scene where nobody cares what you do. Do right. you understand what I mean? Yes. So it's not just that line. It's also all the great work that you did up to that point too that really made that line matter.
1: You are a very kind person. But, it's, Thank uh, but you I looked, looked at it and I was like, when I
0: heard that line, it was like, whoa, yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, because I got to te- what I teach people and certainly as a parent, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. a major part of that is really saying to your kid, um, you know, with... Excuse me, when they're hurt or injured or get hurt or get get emotionally injured by someone, for them to go, for you to say, what they feel doesn't matter. What they're saying isn't true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is, I think, one of the hardest things that humans do, is to take that on as a truth. Do you understand what I mean? Like, for me, one of the greatest lessons was, what other people think of me is is none of my business. And that's the same sentence as, your your yeah awesome nobody line. cares what you do nobody cares nobody what you cares do. what
1: you do i think that's something that some people never learn
0: i understand that and i never thought that i'd learn that because i've heard that phrase before the idea of what other people think of me doesn't matter right and i heard that i heard that and went well that's not true well that's not true well that's <laughs> not true And then one day it was like oh no that's true
1: right that's yeah hmm. What other people doesn't what other people think of me doesn't matter and it's none of my business it's really
0: none of my business right. it's none of my business right what other people think of me is none of my business because really I got my own business and my business is th- is this this being Dave Rosowski, living with Dave Rosowski. that's my business what right. what Melanie thinks about me you know we we, we like each other We're friends we're, there's a warmth there but right. when you leave here you're not you know you'll go oh that was great but you're what you think about whatever I have in my house doesn't matter to me. I that's, get to have it.
1: Yeah. That's very freeing. That's it's a the, very, yeah, that's liberating. It's
0: the freest thing that you could do, especially in the business that we do. Yes, and absolutely. Let, and now we can also go, We can, if you want, we could transition to the SNL thing, which I, I believe is is such a fucking magnifying glass when you're there that you must be in judgment of so many things.
1: Right right Uh, yes i I, I, yeah go Go
0: ahead i don't and again i don't want to lead us down to something you don't want to talk about but for me i feel like any opportunity that because when i think about like who's listening here i'm thinking a lot of people are listening who who are who are in need of exposure to doing what it is that they do joyously
1: right right well here's the deal
0: if you want to drink, you can drink. I'm going to take you a got drink got. right now. That's right.
1: <laughs> it's a very healthy drink.
0: Right. It's not a drink drink, it's mm-hmm. a healthy drink.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Um I think that I came from this this place called the Annoyance Theater where I I felt so loved and supported in anything and everything that I did there on that stage, right or wrong, good or bad, whatever, whatever it was, I just always felt loved and supported. And when I walked into a room, I felt like people, oh, there's Mel. You know what I mean? We love Mel. And so you're, you're right in saying that to go from that atmosphere and the, the Real Life Brady Bunch and the craziness of all of that to Saturday Night Live with these people from the,
0: from the literally right from the Miss Vagina Pageant to Saturday Night Live. Correct. That was the show, and then that was the show.
1: It was it was both. It was Got the it. Miss Vagina Pageant and the real live Brady Bunch. Got it. And so yeah, it, it it was very shocking, and I and I think I think that in my mind at that time I thought it I thought it was going to be great. You know, and and in many ways it was, there weren't, it wasn't all bad for me, not, not by any stretch of the means, but I always talk about, you know, um, so much to do with your experience on Saturday Night Live has to do with the the SNL family that you were born into. That is going to, um, that's going to inform what your experience is, right? Because your
0: expectations are... That does that yes. mean? Yes, um, does that make sense? Yes,
1: it totally makes sense. And also, the families that preceded you, the 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 first family of Saturday Night Live, and you know, um, the group the group that I was with, we still talked about John Belushi and Gilda Radner and 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 the pressure of living up to that. Oh my god! Like what the fuck? How? You know? So
0: is the answer how? Is the answer to how the, the the sentence you don't? And when I say you don't, what I don't mean when uh, when I say you don't, what I, what I mean is um, <laughs> you, get to, you do what you do.
1: We do, yeah. You, you do, do what what you, you do, do at
0: the time that you do it.
1: Exactly, and I wish that you had, and I had had that conversation at that time because it really would have freed, you know it just felt like a lot of pressure. Right. To live up to something uh, and, that was impossible to live up to.
0: And no one's saying no. like Chevy Chase come, not coming not Chevy Chase Jane Curtin coming up to go look sugar. Yeah. Whatever you think it's gonna be ain't gonna be. That.
1: That's right. You know, no one's saying that <laughs> no to you because
0: like, they're fucking dealing with they're 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 um they're licking their own own wounds or they're reinventing themselves or they're, you know, on the on the autograph circuits. You know, right. that's what they're doing. They don't give a fuck about what comes no, afterwards. They don't give
1: a fuck. They don't give a fuck about it, and you know, I, I felt like there were um, definitely on the show at the time that I was on. There were there were factions, and within those factions, there was there was cohesiveness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and you know, your, fam-
0: your family at that at my that moment,
1: family. Your
0: family at, uh, at, in that show at that moment. That's what I mean. Yes, your family, right? My family, right?
1: You know. For instance, Adam Sandler, David Spade, uh, Rob Schneider. Wasn't Betty there too? And Betty. Betty was my family. That was my sister.
0: Yeah, Betty (laughs) Cahill. Betty
1: Uh, Cahill. Was she
0: Betty back then? She She really,
1: she was Beth.
0: She was Beth Cahill. So, so Betty, that's what I, because Betty came from, you was like, come here. We
1: came together. You
0: came together. We
1: came together, and thank God, thank God she was there at that time. I mean, if I had been by myself, that would have been really, really hard. And we definitely did cling to each other. Right. For sure. Right. You both
0: spoke the same language, and just to have somebody there, your lifeline is to have your lifeline right there. You don't have to call your lifeline; your lifeline is right there. And yeah. both of you are experiencing experiencing the same things, and have the dot, and have the language to express to each other what it is that you're going through.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. There were, I'm sure, some tears. I, I know there were tears <laughs> that year of of the pressure and everything like that, but. Um, and then there was the older guy, you know, Phil Hartman, Kevin Nealon, Dana Carvey. Wow, I mean, it, it it was, it was, it was very challenging to find my place. Do you know what I mean? Isn't
0: that what it's all about, though? It is for you to for you. I and I, you know, I don't know that. I don't know, I guess everybody does it their own way, but you know, you can claw your way toward your place. Yeah. Or insinuate your way toward your and there's a billion ways to get your to your place. Yeah. You know, all that you know is you're here and you you get to do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think for me in the beginning, it was like, here I am, I'm here, y'all. And this is what I do <laughs> and I'm just going to present it. And, and it, you know, it definitely, they, they let me do my thing, you know, and I, it was, it was that thing of like ignorance is bliss that first year, uh, just kind of, uh, I, I don't know, just balls to the wall kind of thing. And, 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 but then after that, I will say that it got more difficult because I started to have more and more and more of an understanding of what was happening behind the scenes and just all the politics of it. It started to get to me. I understand
0: that. Yeah. I remember when I when I got when I when I got in the touring company a Second City I remember Don DiPolo saying to me congratulations pay no attention to the politics yeah. it's going to drive you crazy right. and I thought that's what I remember That I remember learning that moment going over to the old town alehouse and telling Donnie who was sitting at the Donnie seat that happened and him just saying that and so anytime that anybody goes into like goes I, I did uh, I got in Second City that advice but it's advice that I think that you you can take anywhere, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, everybody always says that after you do Saturday Night Live, anything else that comes after that job-wise uh, will be cake. Right. A Pe- p- piece of cake. And in many ways that's true because, you know, I, I I a lot of things that I've done and gigs that I have gotten in television, it's it's like, it's like, I'm a sort of like a long lost cousin coming into an already established family and, and coming into an environment and being okay with being new. You know, you know what I mean. No, well,
0: first all, I think underlying, uh, underlying all that is knowing that you belong. And knowing that I belong. And to go, right. I belong, and I'm new. Yes, I'm a long lost cousin, but I'm still family. Yes, everybody here on the set is doing that, which I'm very comfortable with. This is my home. This yeah. This is really my home. Right. Wherever it is that you're 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 being booked, wherever it is, you walk in and you see. I mean, for me. I I, I, on the way over there, like looking at, like how do I get there? You know, because being that day of work starts with waking up. (laughs) you know it starts with waking up that's the day of work it starts with waking up and what are you going to do and being mindful too I'm in my car heading over to work I'm in my car at the (laughs) freeway I'm in my car listening to this I'm in my car going through my lines I'm in my car knowing full well that whatever it is that I think that it is going to be ain't going to look like
1: that you know what I mean all that
0: I know is I'm going to pull up there's going to be signs that may have the arrow upside down the yellow sign with the black that's going to say this way right and you go that way and some nice person is like we've waiting for you. How are you? You're going to be over there and we're going to park your car over there. Can we grab your Tindin and it's like, oh
1: my god, you're (laughs) taking care
0: of me. You know? So it is family in that way. It's like we've been expecting you.
1: Yes. Absolutely. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it um because i have to
0: right <laughs> you know? when you say you're getting better at it what does that mean
1: i guess what i'm saying is is that that has that is sort of what i consistently do is i get like a you know a guest star or or you know if i'm lucky maybe a recurring thing and just getting better at exactly what you said i'm here i belong here right Yes.
0: Right. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Unless, unless you're going right. Unless, unless you're going right and just going, yeah. Yeah,
1: uh I'm uh here. I'm here, and I got this. Right. I got this this thing.
0: Oh my God, I've done this before, and whatever I did before ain't gonna help me now. Other than I know you're the PA. You're the. This is where the camera is. I get to stand here, find your mark, and fucking do all of that. And no, do not to know, do not have the chorizo breakfast burrito (laughs) in the morning unless you know where the secret bathroom is. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit you learn. It's I wish somebody pulled me aside in that one commercial when you know at six o'clock in the morning, dude. Don't have the chorizo don't breakfast because you can, don't have the chorizo burrito. Yeah. Um. But all those things. And again, this is where I am. I'm here right now. I pull up my car. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yep. 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 And whatever it is that I think this this project is gonna look like ain't gonna look ain't like gonna that.
1: look like that. I am so, I'm with you on that one hundred percent. And yes. I'm even
0: talking about the final product. You know what I mean? Oh. That what you see on TV. You're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was seeing, I was, as we're talking, as you are saying all those things, I was thinking Kate Flannery just got a Netflix show or something like okay. that. Okay. You know, and I'm thinking, look at all the people that we know from The Annoyance who are fucking kicking ass.
1: Oh, yes. Absolutely. And I love
0: that so much.
1: I love it, too. And I love Kate Flannery. <laughs> you know, I mean... I can't think of one person that came out of that world that you and I were a part of at that time where I go, oh. Well,
0: the guy that we mentioned.
1: Oh, you may be. I mean, I don't wish anything bad on no, him. No, 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 no. I but, don't wish anything bad
0: on him, but no, no. But to look that, at, and I go, that sheep lost its way. Yeah. Or that sheep found its way and was, you know, the, the dark sheep. And he was just, that's not part of it. Right. But I I, I agree I agree with all that, and I agree with the uh, Kate. And to talk to Kate, there's a buoyancy and an effervescence about her. And there's something very, like she'll look at you, and she's one of those people that when you talk to her, she's looking at you nodding and going, you're listening to me oh yeah You're really hearing <laughs> yeah me, you yeah know?
1: she's a great she's a fantastic listener and that was so much it seems like that was so much of a, a, a part of her character on the office was oftentimes just being in the background not always but and listening and her face and what her face was doing where you just went oh my god uh, she's perfect right she's perfect uh,
0: it's it goes back to casting How important, how vital casting is to really know who you're casting. And uh, who's it? Alison Jones did the casting on that. I
1: believe, yes. yes.
0: And phenomenal work.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Just all these amazing... Character. I've heard that that's not a term that people like anymore. Sometimes, character actor. Yeah, they don't like it anymore. Well, I don't know.
0: I mean, for me, I, uh, that's what I I, I, am. I I feel that way too. I also feel like being a journeyman. You, you know, the idea of you know who it is that I am. I know who it is that I am. This is what it is that I do. If you want to give me a lead role, great. Um, I <laughs> don't mind you calling me a character actor because I love. I love. Everybody's a character actor. Everybody, like, what's his name? Craig, Daniel Craig, is a character actor. That's the character that he plays. He's right. a character actor. Right. I also believe that no matter where you go, you go like like this afternoon. I'm going to Starbucks, and the barista there is going to be a character actor. He is acting that part of. You know, we're all doing it. We're all playing the part. We we all got the part of what our name is.
1: You yes. know what I mean? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I would say that I, you know. I always felt like I wanted to play characters that were very much outside of who I am, but I feel like as I'm getting older, it will be more and more. I'm growing into the character that I always thought I was. Right. Do you know what no, I, mean? I
0: totally understand. I like
1: aging. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I fucking it love feels it so much. Better to me. It feels like. Like I'm growing into who I'm supposed to be.
0: Do you? Um, I just recently digitized like all the VHS tapes that I had, mm-hmm. and I know you you saw one of them, which yes, is the real-life Brady Bunch. That one, yeah. which is just unbelievable. Like I looked at it going, thinking, this must, this must, this isn't what I think it is. <laughs> And it was what I thought it was, <laughs> but looking back on all that and saying, "There's the young Dave Brusanski acting, and how great! That's that's what I was. That's how I was acting back then. you and were then, awesome." But then looking at all those, looking at the, that part, and I had a, I had, I had, I recorded, I, I had tapes from all kinds of shit going. I I knew what I was doing back then. I want to tell that guy, and I get really emotional about it. Mm. I want to tell that young me, you're doing fine. Mm-hmm. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Right. I want to tell everybody you're doing fine. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Right. You know, um, when I hear my girlfriend say, when I hear Laura say, uh, um, she's a great teacher. And when I hear her doubt her teaching, I'm like, why, why are you telling you that?
1: Mm-hmm. Don't
0: tell you that. Because right. I'm listening. You're listening to that voice inside your head. But I'm hearing and seeing and witnessing all these other great things.
1: Yes. But she's on her journey. She is on her journey. And I think that it's, it's hard to get through this old life with, without having moments of doubt. And she's very lucky to have you looking at her, hearing her, and then, and then validating that, you know, okay, yes, you can have those feelings, but I'm here to tell you, <laughs> you're, you're awesome. You're great. <laughs> and I love you. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's, I think that's wonderful. Um, yeah, no, I I mean, the self doubt, how we how we talk about ourselves, you know, um, it's, it's hard sometimes, I think, to, to stop yourself from being uh, self deprecating in some ways. And it's just like, and I'm trying
0: but words matter. To do, I mean, words, you know, words do matter. Words matter. And we, we get to hear the words that we're saying. And when we hear the words that we're saying, I I also I often hear the words that I'm saying with ears that are somebody else's. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, was that okay? What I That seems wrong what I just said about me. Yeah. Just like if I said something about somebody else, I went, oh, that was wrong what I said about that person. Why would I say that about me? Right. Does that make sense? It
1: totally makes sense. Totally, totally makes sense yes
0: and I uh, so when I hear my students say something about themselves I stop them and I say words matter you know to to not teach in a don't like well when you get up there don't do this as opposed to when you get up there do this
1: right right yes
0: how long were you how long were you in SNL
1: I was on for three years
0: three years yeah and when you were not renewed how did that feel
1: um, I laughed nervously just now. Uh, it felt really awful. It felt really awful. Um, I was... Okay, so it was the end of my third season, and we had the end-of-the-year um, big party down at um, Rockefeller Center. And, um, oh, God, I'm, I, I'm always scared to tell this story.
0: But you've told the story before.
1: But I, I don't know that I've told this. If you don't want to
0: tell the story, I haven't.
1: Right. I mean, I, I was told, see you next fall. Uh huh. I was told that. Right. Let's say that. Right. And so I go on vacation with my parents. We right. are down in Florida. Mm. We're at Seaside. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And, and when I say that I'm with, there with my family, it's my mom, my dad, and my brother. It was literally the last time that we vacationed together. Okay. As a core family, before we before he went off and get, got married and did all this, and so or maybe that was actually after his first divorce. It doesn't matter. Um, and so we were down there, and a uh, one of the talent coordinators called me at the house, at there in Seaside, and he said, "Have you heard the news?" He said, "Melanie, do you do you, do you know what's going on?" And I said, "What do you mean? What's going on?" I, I'm, what a horrible way to put oh, anything. Oh, I know.
0: I, Even if did you hear what's going on? Yeah. billions has bananas for thirty-nine cents instead <laughs> of sixty-nine cents. And like, like, you, you, what? Okay, go ahead. He
1: he said, um, "You might. You need to prepare yourself because rumor has it that your contract might not be." Paid picked up back up for the net. right yeah. <laughs> right and so but in my mind i was thinking but it might be right this could be wrong right you know right and so went through the rest of the vacation with that piece of got information. It, so got cool it got it and
0: so what you did at that moment was you decided to engage in that that positive rather than yep. the negative and here's another option that you have So you go negative and go, wow, the vacation sucks. We're in beautiful seaside, but it sucks. <laughs> or ruin a vacation. You could have also done this. You could have gone, um, be in what's called a liminal space, which is a space between the spaces mm-hmm. where you go, that exactly what you said, yes or no. And in between yes or no, is like, I'll figure it out. I'll find out when I get there. Well, yeah. You know what I mean, but that <laughs> I takes, do know what you, that sounds uh, wonderful. <laughs> well, but the thing is, like that <laughs> takes experience. Yeah, I and had, that takes where you, where, where you, and I. I also would think that as a parent, you probably live in that area a lot. To say, you know, when your your child is sick or injured, to go, we don't know what's going to happen. Let's just live in this moment right now. Right. So you are living in that liminal space. Does that
1: make sense? It absolutely makes sense. And
0: and that you're there going, you know, this is... The, uh, I, 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 I'm i not attaching... The, I'm not engaging in that. I'm not engaging in that. I'm engaging in this. This is it. I'm right. in Seaside. I'm with my family. Right. And that's essentially what you did anyway.
1: Uh, i would be honest with you. The rest of that vacation was... Awful. Oh, got it was awful. It was complete. Got it,
0: got it. And it, got and it, got it got was hell it, for everybody. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, and and so, my mother
1: it. was a mess. <laughs> oh, and, 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 right. and my parents were always like, I wish we just knew how to advise you on all this stuff. Right. And, you know, I wish my dad, oh, I wish I knew more. I wish I knew how to help you. And, right. oh, you know, they they couldn't. Right. They couldn't. But that's,
0: that's the frustration of, of a parent who's like, you know what? I have all the answers that I have. Right. Those answers that I don't have yet, I don't have those. I'm, right. You know, if you if you've got an abrasion, I know how to deal with that. You
1: know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and, and there there are things in life that are going to test your character and this was that for me. Mm-hmm. No question. So I get back to New York and I kept hearing that that it, it was gonna come out in the New York Post. It's gonna come out in the oh, New Jesus York Christ. Post. Jesus no, Christ. In the fine. New York Post. And I remember Living in my apartment on 12th Street between 6th and 7th mm-hmm. and getting up very early in the morning and, and just having like a, like a, like a nervous, like a, just like a ball of fire inside of my stomach of just like, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. And I get the New York Post and there it was in black and white. Melanie Hutzel's and Rob Schneider's contracts will most likely not be picked up for next season. And that was that was how I really received the information. It's
0: such an interesting thing because I just just thinking about that. I'm not thinking about what you in your story. I'm not thinking about what happened after that. I'm thinking about that experience at that moment. Who does not know that experience where all the air in your lungs, the breathing that you had prior to that, it's all changed. Yeah. Like there's that that sacred yeah. breath that you take at the yeah. moment where you're going, oh.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, oh,
1: mm-hmm. oh! Mm-hmm.
0: Everything from this moment forward is going to be different.
1: Yeah, and, and as you walk it. back mm-hmm.
0: to your place on, you know, near twelfth, you go on whatever you like. You're not even there. No, who remembers that walk back? Right, the cab back. Yeah, oh, you got there probably not the yeah. subway, but who remembers that?
1: Right. And and then, but I I remember going to my office, packing it all up.
0: And what and people going, Bucko? Or there was no one there. There or? was no one there. Oh, for fuck's
1: sake. Well, Mike Shoemaker was there. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Mm-hmm. And there were some other people there. That were packing up. Nope, nope. There were other people. Lauren was there, uh, and and Marcy Klein was there, but we didn't speak. We didn't talk before I left. I want I wanted to, but. They did not make themselves accessible to me, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay.
0: No, of course that's okay. You know, because you know what—that they're having their experience. They're empathetic people. That's hard for them not to say anything about. That's hard for them.
1: That's hard for them. Was it? That's hard hard for them. You know, I. And that doesn't
0: take anything away from you.
1: No, no. You know, I mean, I, I. I feel like for the rest of my life, I will always look back on all of those experiences and continually see them differently as I get older. Like, it, it it's it's, it's ever-changing how I feel about what happened at that time. You know what I mean? Because at the time, it was like, well, fuck them. Right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? How dare they not even say goodbye? <laughs> You know, I was 26 years old. I know, and your
0: ego's so involved oh, in the moment. Oh my goodness! But and now, such...
1: you know, yeah, no, that would have been awful. No, like, it's awful no matter what. Right. But up until that point, I had had I, I had a very good experience with Lauren. Right. We had many conversations one on one. Right. In his office that mm-hmm. I requested to talk about women, how we're being used. Right. We need more. We need more. And you know, and, I, and sometimes I look back on that and I was like, oh, did I complain too much? You know.
0: But you can't you can't have a regret over you that. You can't
1: because
0: You weren't airdropped into that part of your life. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you led up to that point.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I felt like I needed to I needed to speak up. And I needed to be that voice. Right? But then I, I often wonder what did that look like coming out of but again, a Tennessee girl? Right. <laughs> you, know, you know? Right.
0: But I, I also looked at that and go, what the
1: fuck what does it matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's what I felt I needed to do in those moments. You know, and it was and it was around that time that the show started receiving um criticism for not using the women enough. Right. You know? And and one would think that it would get better, and it didn't. It was. It was sort of like it just went into this place. It's like, oh, people. Other people are seeing what's happening.
0: And it's so interesting and now. It's paralyzing. It's anyway. absolutely well. What can
1: you do? Right. So, how soon after
0: that was uh, it was Sherry O'Terry, and was that
1: Molly Shannon? Okay. Molly Shannon, right here's what
0: I because you got those I mean un, really strong right
1: oh yeah right. I mean I what I do remember is right after I was on the show the people the, the girls that came after me were I, I want to say Nancy Carell mm-hmm. and Janine Garofalo mm-hmm. my, my dad used to say and that Janine Giraffalo <laughs> and I was like no dad she's a nice person I promise He goes, ah, ah, ah. you know she had a career she had a career <laughs> why does she need this I swear to god my dad said that. And I said she needed it because she wanted it. Right. Dad. And again,
0: and again that's coming from somebody who just the first actor they really ever knew was you. <laughs>
1: exactly. Right. They knew personally. They knew yes, personally. That's right. It was you. That's right. 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 And so, you know, and then and then so with, there was that that group and and I love both of them and then um, and then Sherry O'Terry and Molly Shannon all those people when they came in I mean, look out, buddy. They—I I felt like they had a clean slate. Like, if there were a group that I, a family that I would have wanted to have been born into, not that I hate my family, right. I love them too. I want to be clear, and I really do, especially as adults. Right. Adam Sandler, all of them. I right. love all of them. I really, really do. Um, but if I if I could choose, that would that would have been the group because right. I felt like. I felt when I was watching it, because I, I watch. My kids watch, we watch as a family. I love Saturday Night Live uh, to this day. Um, I felt like there was a respect, there was a, a, a cohesiveness, jo- not just within little groups within the group, but all together, they were all together. And and Groundlings and, and whatever, whatever it was, I was like, But I was lucky. I was lucky. I was lucky to have the, the experience that I did. I mean, I you know, I, I know I sound like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. No,
0: but... I totally understand because it's yeah. not. It's it's not. I mean, to deal with rejection. Yes. Well, first of all, with excitement to deal with a job you were there for three fucking years. Then to be in that world, like what what's happening, and it's a shattering. I keep going back to this word, shattering. It's a shattering. That's an Alex Alexander Billings word. Where word where it's essentially this that that who that who you thought you were, that facade that you kept up, mm-hmm. shattered. Mm-hmm. And the moment that it shatters, mm-hmm. you're not gone. You're just different. And yes. the way that you're different is you don't know how you're different. You won't know how you're different till much later on. Correct. Because we only know what's next after it's done. Then we look at that and go, oh, that's what was next. Does that make
1: sense? I love you. I I follow all of it, <laughs> right?
0: And right. And we. Did, I
1: love the way that you speak, and because it it speaks to me. Yeah. I, I hear you, and I I feel it.
0: Great. Yes. That's great. But that's what I'm talking about. To look yes. back on and go, oh my god, please give yourself a break while you're here. Please just fucking give yourself a break because we're right here, and I get very emotional about it. But we're dealing, uh, and it's because I. And right now, this this, I I look at Transparent, the television show, and and it affects me only in it affects me as a human it affects me in a human because whatever it is whoever it is that you think that it is that you are what percentage of that is what other people expect who it is that you are and what percentage of who it is that you think you are is who it is that you feel that you are does that make sense yes and so I look at someone like Alex and I look at Alex, and I look at uh, Doctor Soloway and I look at those people, and go, they weren't happy with who it was that they were. Right. And and everyone that's come after that point
1: mm-hmm.
0: will their their struggle will be their struggle will be less because they have models who are modeling that and experiencing that. So when I look at certain things like abortion rights and when I look at, you know, LGBT rights and when I look at gay rights and I look at all those like minority rights and the way that women now, right now are, are speaking up and going, it's not okay the way you touch me. Yeah. You know, to look at all that and say, these women fucking spoke out.
1: Yeah, right.
0: And because they spoke out, I can reference that, mm-hmm. even if it's just emotionally. Yes. I can reference that emotionally because that's really what matters. I can reference that emotionally and talk to you from a, from a point of terra firma, ground, like fucking solid ground, as opposed to, I'm living in the middle air, I'm living in the middle air, I'm in the middle of fucking Tennessee and I'm, I, I think I like men.
1: <laughs> right. I'm
0: a man who likes men. Yeah. And my, my culture. People are
1: telling me I'm going to hell. Right. My church, where I'm supposed to feel safe.
0: Right. They welcome loved- me in.
1: They are looking at this one Bible verse and telling me that that's real. Right. That I'm going to go to hell.
0: That's real. That's the important thing: is to say that that's real, and to say the experiencing you're, you're, you're experiencing right now is an aberration, and it's because the default is this thing that was written so many years ago before we had anything that we have now.
1: Right. Right. You know, the people that, that I think, you know, in terms of being gay and religion and uh, transgender and religion, there are so many gay women, I mean, lesbians, gay men, transgender people who go to church. To me, that's where I go, you're fucking amazing. Because they're saying, I don't care what anybody else says. I'm going to church, I'm got, going to church.
0: I got to remember that. I got to for remember that. For real. Because for me, I look at that and I go, how the fuck are you doing that?
1: How the fuck are you doing that? You know what? You're doing it. You're doing it. We sent, we sent people to Haiti uh, from our church to help out and to, to build homes. And, to, and uh, there was a group of, of gay men from United Methodist there in Hollywood who went with our group. And they're there. They go to the, to church the first Sunday that they were there, and they and in the Methodist church, the the preacher that day was preaching about homosexuality and how it was wrong. Yeah, I know. And you know what? They they just rose above it, and they and they held those children, and they did their work, and they and they picked up the bricks and they put them on the cement. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, yeah
0: oh Jesus I
1: know it, it's oh, I should be. I should do drama no I mean for me
0: you do do drama yeah. you do do drama yeah. what you know again looking at looking at at all our friends body of work um, uh, when we're improvising you know when we're improvising when we're talking to each other we're doing drama we're doing we're, we're not doing drama we're, what we're doing is this we're just being we're just we're, what, the, what does the moment ask for us
1: that's right that is correct Yes. Okay,
0: Let's stop there.
1: Oh, let's do it.
0: That's the longest one ever. Are you serious? serious? I needed to speak up. I needed to be that voice. What a great realization, Melanie Hutzel. And then you put it into action, and that changes everything. Well, thank you. ADD Comedy with Dave Rozowski also thanks Laura Parker, my co-producer. My dear friend, musician extraordinaire, Al Rose, for our theme song, I Feel Like a Million Dollars, from Al's album, Sad Go Lucky. Uh, by the way, Al's got a new album coming out. Watch for that. Did you know that you helped make us the award-winning ADD Comedy with Jay Razowski? Yep, we won the coveted Any Award for Best Comedy Podcast. If you liked our show, give us a positive note on iTunes, won't you? If you're interested in having me at your theater, your improv school, your corporate event, your therapy session, please drop me a line at dave at addcomedy.com. Thanks, and we'll hear you in our ears.